Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. It's March 12th, I think. (laughs) And this is episode 144, I think. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to check in because it's been a while, and, um, you know, I'm back in New York, and... I kind of did this thing, you know, I spent a week in LA for my dad's second funeral. Um, I'm not even cognizant that much of like what I've shared and what I haven't, but it was a lot more mellow in a lot of ways. And, um, and that was like really reassuring, but I think what it also did was dictate this expectation that the more distance and time I had away from the the actual fact of my dad's death. Um, you know, it's a thing of like life, recovery, everything isn't linear and yet there is an expectation because everybody tells you that, you know, time will heal. And, um, you know, I got back to New York and then I immediately threw myself into work and that was really effective at keeping things, you know, like feeling as though I had an objective and what I'm realizing now after a week of like events and like meetings and um, writing is that I'm exhausted and um, and that like I'm still really sad and this thing that I'm doing is that like because I have this expectation that I'm getting incrementally better or that I have reference points for feeling better about it like I'm doing this like roving check of culprits and like reasons why I feel bad and like feeling as though it doesn't make sense and so it can't be that I'm just exhausted from processing grief it can't be that I am just genuinely so bereft and like still so incomprehending of like how someone just ceases to exist and like stops changing alongside you and like I keep having this notion that because I have so much more compassion for my dad since he died just an understanding like genuinely like what his limitations were for like a variety of reasons it's like it's like intolerable that I can't that I can't like treat him differently (laughs) and I can't have that for myself that like some aspect of our relationship could change (laughs) and it just doesn't make sense so I keep looking around you know and I think that part of it is just like my cognitive function like knowing that I have some cognitive um, specificities so you know because I have ADHD like sometimes I can't keep things organized in my head and I can't keep things like 
tied together as like this is like a cause and effect relationship and so I keep looking for why I feel so terrible and (laughs) not really understanding why that's the case because like these very obvious reasons are not satisfying me in terms of like why I would feel this intensely still and um and that's making me tired (laughs) but you know, I've also been really weaponizing hyperfocus and ADHD. You know, that thing of like, I have such low motivation, but then when, once I'm inside an activity or a chore, like, because it feels so good to know what I'm doing, I just like stay in there for so long. And I've been doing that with work, and I'm just not letting the sadness catch up to me. And it's just really like plaguing me right as I'm about to go to sleep because my guard is down and then I'm just not able to sleep and it's just really exacerbating in this like pretty gnarly cycle. Um, My eating disorder is definitely up. Like I'm using a lot of like old behaviors like volume eating, low caloric foods so that I can kind of dumb out while I eat without being scared that I'm going to put on weight and I'm like seeing that and it's a little bit scary but I have people who support me in in times like these and yeah and um uh, I think I find the fact that I don't have a satisfying answer as to when this will end to be the most uncomfortable. And even something like talking about it and even something like recording this pod or going to therapy or going to couples counseling or like literally going to like rolfing for like releasing feeling it's and even something like 12 step where the whole organization of it is like you do thing a step at a time to figure out why you do the things that you do and what makes you feel a certain way and like what old defense mechanisms you rely on in all these different circumstances and you journal and you write things down and in my case like I write down my food every day and send it to my sponsor and then I even talk about what I did for my recovery and what I didn't and and as a tool for like you know, ADHD, I like write down my schedule and like write down lists and things to help me out. And like a lot of that in this circumstance, even though they are tools for me and support systems, it's like, it's a really good way to write it down on a list instead of actually feeling things. And so I'm really seeing how being recovered or seeking recovery really takes me out of the part that got me into it in the first place which is that like I can't feelings are so scary to me and uncomfortable you know I've shared about that before like even joy I can't really look at it directly in the face it makes me feel disgusting well I just can't actually do the part where I feel the feeling and I'm so desperate to bypass grief And it's so unfair to me that I felt grief and I felt fear and I like went to the funeral and I saw the open casket and like I saw the cremains and 
I saw my mother like completely collapse and I saw like I saw all of it you know and so clearly it should be done by now and it's I'm just not finding that to be the case and so for today I think the intention around gentleness is like knowing that I can't fast forward over this part and it's like I can't just throw a bunch of therapy at it or a bunch of 12-step meetings or a bunch of like dieting or restricting or binge eating or whatever and just being still enough to actually process it not just say that I processed it or do the writing or the exercises or the worksheets I'm just like having it in my body just feels so horrifying and it's it's so interesting because like I'm trying so hard to bypass it and I'm trying so hard to like work and all that stuff and it really is just coming out anyway like my neck is jacked my like lower back is fucked I can't even like twist on like one entire side of my body and yeah (laughs) I don't know how like much utility there is in even sharing this and I don't even know like I almost feel like I'm like recording like I don't know I, I really even want to get to the part where I've synthesized this this the point of this to be like, and now this is my lesson and I just don't have one. Um, and I think that's fine. But it's uncomfortable and it makes me feel like shame or like terrible hygiene. Like I'm just basically sneezing open-mouthed on like anyone Um, with the misfortune to sort of come across this and maybe that's okay and if you're also feeling this way like I don't know what the fuck is going on but like everybody everybody I know had a fucked up week and if you're feeling this way I guess just me too and you know maybe just being a mirror for that is enough But anyway, I'm wishing you so much love and gentleness and peace and like stillness if you can. I'm doing a really fucking bad job. And maybe that's okay too. So yeah, have a gentle day and I'm sending you love.